Before we begin our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we're recording on. For Cass, it's the Borogagal people, and for Haley, it's the Dharawal people. After 10,000 years, I'm free. It's time to conquer Earth. Hi there. This is not Jennifer Coolidge, and that was my audition for Rita Repulsa in the new Power Rangers Gay Force. It's all full of homosexuals. Anyways, I'm not sure if I can talk about that. So in the meantime, listen to Drag Me Out Official and talk about that with your friends. This video is not sponsored by Jennifer Coolidge or Power Rangers, but supported by a flaming Midwestern homosexual with nothing better to do at this time. And listen to the podcast, dumbass. Now, a quick word from our unsponsored sponsors. Do you want to go to sleep with a different celebrity every night? Do you ever think of smothering someone, but your pillow is too basic? Then we have the perfect pillowcases for you. Hero Huggers by Rennie. Hero Huggers by Rennie encourages testing on animals. According to the scientists at Drag Me Out University, they have proven results that people who purchase Hero Huggers by Rennie improve their sleep by 83.768%. Phones are ringing off the hook with orders, so get yours now. Or alternatively, go to Hero Huggers by Rennie on Etsy. Sleep soundly knowing your heroes are right next to you. Hero Hookers by Rennie, where heroes lie. Now animals were harmed during the making of this commercial. No one had dragged me out official as a science degree, but they have watched things about Scientology. No research has been done to support these statistics except our own biased opinion. Pillow not included. Cast us on the painkillers again. Welcome to Drag Me Out. I'm Painkiller Barbie. And you are? Um, just normal Barbie. Define normal? Whelmed. I have often asked that question. You can be overwhelmed. You can be underwhelmed. Can you just be whelmed? I'm just Thank whelmed. You. Thank you, 10 things I hate about you. That's in that line's in there. And we are going to talk our usual shit for however long Haley deems this episode appropriate, but apparently we don't have to edit very much anymore. Love how you incorporate the we every time. So I, (laughs) such a team effort, (laughs) I, um, I do my musings. Yeah. We haven't had that for a while. We're actually coming to you from the Arcadian. Arconia. Arconia. I know. I get it too. Because Arcadia is something famous as well. Correct. Sure. Why not? Arcadia. Anyway. Um, so my son, my seven-year-old, goes to a Catholic school. Now he came home the other day and he said he got in trouble. Oh. So for saying the word penis. Now, I take. What would they rather he say? Okay, this is this is my argument. I take everything he says with a grain of salt. Like if he's gotten in trouble for something, he probably did something wrong. I haven't got the full story about this one, but if it does come up again, I will address it with them because they want them to refer to it as their privates. 
And I don't like what that. Is, what is he in the army? I, d- I don't like it. Penis is a penis. A vagina is a vagina. Use the correct terms. Privates make it seem like they're bad things. Exactly. I was just about to say that. Like I refer to it lovingly and affectionately as the no-no place. Yes. But correct. that's just a mucking around thing. If I had to use the, the correct term, being a Catholic, uh, I would use uh, penis and vagina. Yes. And I like, we're pretty open in this house. And if you ask me a question, I'll answer reasonably uh, truthfully. Yeah. Roundabout. Um, but yeah, I was, that really bothered me. Like, you know what? He probably said, he said that his friend was throwing something at his penis and he said, can you stop throwing that at my penis? But how aggressively he said it either, like, I don't know. Like, there's there's three sides to every story, as we're well aware. Yeah. It's not like he called it his junk. No, I know. He didn't call it his dick. He didn't call it his schlong. Schlong. (laughs) Chode. He didn't didn't call it. He called it the proper term. The biological term. Yeah. So that's that ticked me off this week um anyway uh that was just one of my things mm-hmm. so what I found weird so you have a weird thing with clothes right where you have to wash them because you're like weirded out about how many people touch them yeah yeah do you have the same thing about cans yes I wipe the top of every can before I drink it See, I don't. I don't care. I'm just come to terms with the fact that everybody's put their hands on it and then I'm about to put my mouth But on it's it. not even about that, though. What it is is that uh, a lot of these things sit in warehouses mm. and there are insects and bugs and mice and rats that run over them. Oh, yeah, but I'd much rather that than some dude not washing his hands and touching it. Or his penis, yeah. Or his penis. Penis. Mm. Penis. Is that the name of this episode? Maybe, maybe get okay. more views with penis. Probably. Yeah. I know Jack will listen to it if it says penis. Love you, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I've got some random questions for you, just for, for sure. fun ones. Sure. What's something that you've be, never been able to do well? Knit. Have you tried? Yeah. Okay. It's 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 it was a bit difficult because um, when my mum taught me, my mum is right-handed, mm-hmm. and I'm left-handed. So we basically had to sit in front of each other and I had to carbon copy what she did. Right. Instead of, so, um, and when I say knit, I can actually knit pretty well. It's the uh, casting on and casting off that I can't do. Mm -hmm. And I know it seems stupid because, you know, end world hugger, cure cancer, child's play. Casting on and casting off for knitting, big problem. Can't do it. My issue with knitting is keeping the same amount of tightness. Like, you know how, like, I tend to get smaller and smaller and smaller. It gets tighter and tighter and tighter and makes it small. Yeah. You know what my other problem is? Mm -hmm. My allergy to wool. (laughs) (laughs) That, yeah, that plays a huge part. So so when I have knitted in the past, it's had to be with the polyester stuff. Um, Is it? Like sheep's wool, or could you do like alpaca? No, any wool makes it. It's the lanolin, I think. Um, it just it sends me off when we when we went to. So my wife didn't know how bad it was. Like 
she saw me around wool and I'd get the sniffles and, and, and all of that, but you know, you take it away from me. And once the fibers settle, everything's fine. But then, so I took her to the Easter show a few years ago and we went into the animal uh, section and we saw the sheep and goat section. I'm like, oh, well, it's kind of outside, so it should be fine. But you still walk into a structure. Mm. And as soon as we walked in, I was like, <gasps> like, I couldn't, I couldn't breathe. Everything just hit me at once. And my wife went, shit, you really are a chick. <laughs> I'm like, yes. <laughs> so we had to go back outside. It was just awful because everywhere we turned, not only were there the live animals, but then there'd be like um, exhibition fleeces up on the walls and they'd be like, goat fleece and, and alpaca. Like we went to the alpaca and llama section because I love them and they're so adorable. Um, but as soon as we got to the the llamas are the ones that have got like the sheep like wool, mm-hmm. I think. Um, as soon as we started getting near them, like my nose started running, my eyes started watering, like I started to feel it again. So I think it's just wool in general and I think it's the lanolin okay. that is in wool. But then uh, when I go into the office, I have to take antihistamines every day because um, when people wear their woolen jackets and stuff because it's winter, I'm just like sniffle central. It's just all the time. Right. So next question, please. What's something you think everyone should try at least once? Same sex. Same sex. Same sex. Same sex sex. Why? Can't comment on it if you've never done it. Can't judge somebody on it if you've never done it. Oh, say, okay, right. No, okay, I went the opposite. I went like heterosex. I'm like, wait a second. Okay. Same sex, same sex, sex. Oh, yeah, like an experiment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You done it, you don't like it, comment all you want. Yeah. I agree. If you could witness any event, past, present, or future, what would it be? I could do the smart ass answer and say my birth. Why? Why would you want to watch that? I don't want to watch it from like the front end. No. But I'd like to know what I looked like as a baby baby. Like photos don't do me justice, I'm sure. <laughs> um the morbid me would like to have been there for the Kennedy assassination. Oh, I was thinking that. I think I was thinking, but then I was like, but where would you would you be on the grassy knoll? Because you might get done. <laughs> yeah, that's why. No, I wouldn't want to be there. But what I, where I would want to be is standing next to Adrian Sapruda, who did that film, who did, who did the film of the front on shot. Right, right, they, right, they right, always, okay. Yeah. You want to be standing next to him. Okay. Right? And if you are a time traveler, like with my little Apple iPhone type thing, I'd be taking video of the fucking grassy knoll. So just be done well and truly. We all know. <laughs> We all know that the shot came from the fucking grassy knoll. Okay. Like, let's be honest here. Uh, what's his name? Lee Harvey Oswald wasn't even there when it happened. Mm. He wasn't there. But, you know, that's 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 a story. That's See, that's a conspiracy theory, right? Yeah. Well, I, uh, it, it wouldn't be an hour episode if I was to go, because that's my wheelhouse. The Kennedy assassination is my thing. Okay. Right? I'm all over it. But yeah. Um, yeah, probably the Kennedy assassination. I think I'd like to be around for my death. I'd like to see how I died. Really? You'd want to know how you died? Yeah. 
Even if you died from like a freak accident and you couldn't change it no matter what you did. I'd like to know who was with me and would did I die alone? No, I don't think you'll die alone. Because no, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be the one hand if I keep <laughs> the one holding the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we're on the same track yeah what's the next one I was going, okay so i was driving the other day and i was cursing the people in front of me because they're shit drivers and i looked at their number plate and we had the act and then i realized that all states well not all states but most states have like a, their little slogan on their number plate do you know what they what they are new south wales is the premier state mm-hmm Queensland is the smart state. Mm, starts with S. The sunshine state, but yep. there's also the smart state. Uh, Victoria was the garden state and now it's like on the move. It was on the move. Now it's something else. They changed theirs a lot. Theirs is the education state. Oh, fuck bit. off with the yeah. education state. Piss off. Yeah, little Jeez. bit, little Christ. bit. Mm. Yeah, fucking wankers. <laughs> Tasmania. Isn't it the Apple Isle? Uh, explore the possibilities. You'd think I'd know that. I've driven around Tasmania quite a bit. <laughs> but but I can only go by what I remember from like 20, yeah, 30 yeah. years ago because I don't really pay attention to that shit anymore. But um, New South Wales has always been the premier state. That or it just says New South Wales mm. across the bottom. Um, and then they've got the ACT, which is the nation's capital or the bush capital. And then Northern Territory is just NT, Outback Australia. Yep. And I think that's all of them. But, yeah, Victoria, I was like, education state? Mm. Fuck off. Yeah. No, they were on the move. But, see, I think because I remember Queensland at one point being the smart state because I was hanging shit on my wife about it because <laughs> she's a New Zealander from Queensland. And I'm like, they've got to tell themselves on their license plates that they're smart. Is that smart? <laughs> S-M-R-D. Mm. So... Yeah, that was that's my musings and my questions. Just to get to know Cass a little bit better. Not very good at knitting. Also allergic to the wool. Yeah, problematic. You think you think that'd be the reason why I wasn't good at the knitting? But I think it's also because Gloria, I'm hanging this on you. You never fucking taught me how to cast on or cast off. She'd just go like this. She goes, "I'll cast on for you," and then she'd have to remember to cast on backwards because I'm left-handed knitter. Yeah. So how was your week? Like, has anything monumental happened besides getting ready for the move and everything? Not really. No? No. Nope. get keys okay. on Monday. That's Fun. exciting. Um, Fun. Yep, just organising, paying people with cash. Move- oh, moving all of my direct debits to a new bank. It took me four hours this morning. Yeah, it's not easy, right? We switched everything. Um, So we went from one bank to another and I had to move everything to make sure that, you know, I didn't get messages being like, you haven't paid this. Um, So, yeah, that took me four hours today. But, yeah, being an an adult, my husband's like, how much are we saving? And I'm like, what what are you talking about? (laughs) Saving. You have a mortgage now. (laughs) You have a mortgage now, husband. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's, what's saving? We're saving for a house. Now we have a house, so we don't really need to save now. Just have to survive, really. Mm. But, yeah, so, yes, other than that, nothing. Did go to Ikea and Bunnings about four times this week. So yeah, that's about it. What about you? 
Well, as you know, I tweaked my knee last week mm-hmm. um, and I thought everything was going to be okay. Um, I'm really sorry to people who listen to this podcast because every it seems like it's at frequent intervals that I just go, oh, I hurt myself or I mean, or I'm sick or whatever, but like I'm 49, like it happens. So then it was uh, Tuesday night, Tuesday night. Um, I, I went to, I was laying in bed and I had my leg under my other one just so I could get myself sorted out. And then a little baby boy, uh, puppy, uh, Phineas decided that he wanted to jump on my bent exposed sore knee, which basically rendered me useless for the rest of the night. Um, and then I woke up the the next morning with every intention of just working from home and I could barely get out of bed. That's how bad my knee was. So I had to take the day off, went and got scans. Uh, the preliminary diagnosis from lay doctor was that I had strained my meniscus in my right knee. Um, and that turned out to be true, but also when I went in for the results of the scans, uh, I was also diagnosed with early onset osteoarthritis. Uh, I have no cartilage left in my knee. Uh, it's basically bone on bone. Uh, and he said, can't really do anything about it for at least another 10 years because as we know what I do for a living, I know things about this and uh, they don't recommend any replacements of any kind until you're at least 60 because a total knee replacement or anything like that will only have a shelf life of 10 to 15 years before they would have to do it again. So we're basically just going to be doing preventative measures for the next 11 years. So that's been fun. And uh, yeah, uh, back on the painkillers again, um, different painkillers this time. But shouldn't you just get one and then at the age of 65 get another one and then by 80 you'll be dead anyway? So, Well, it would be that easy normally, but a total knee construction is actually quite painful. Yeah, my um, friend at work just had one and they actually did it wrong. Mm. So he's basically been unable to come back to work. Yeah. But he's... He'd be just at 50. Yeah, but see, the thing is that I have enough knee that everything's going to be okay. Right. Um, it's just it's just going to flare up, you know, every few months, which it has been anyway, but not to the point where it was over the last few weeks. Yeah. Uh, last couple of weeks. Um, so, yeah, that was, that was my week. Um, it's a lot better. Um, I'm only walking with a slight limp now, whereas... I was basically just dragging my leg for the last, you know, week. Yeah. I discovered the movie Red, White and Royal Blue. Now, someone was talking to me about this. Is it about the royals and homosexuals? What is right. it about? Okay. So, well, I'll give you a quick rundown. Okay. So, basically, um, the son of the president and the grandson of the king um, don't actually like each other. Uh, there's a bit of a meet cute, another meet, like they've known each other for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turns out that uh, one of them is bisexual and one of them is gay. 
and then their dislike for each other once they get everything all sorted out turns into a an attraction and a love story mm-hmm. um and uh the first time it made me cry like I was a two-year-old slapped by my parent <laughs> and then I watched it the same day for a second time and I cried again and because it's cute it, like it's a it's a romantic comedy right mm-hmm. but there's actually some heart in there somewhere and then um i watched it again on my day off uh like going to the scan going to the doctor and all of that and then i was like i'll just watch this and i fell asleep and then i watched it to make sure that i watched it all the way through and cried again it's good it's a great movie and then yeah and then we got jack to watch it <laughs> and then Jack cried like a bitch too. Because <laughs> <laughs> it only came out on August 11th, I think it was. Okay. Yeah. I give it's it a go movie. when I need a good cry. Yeah, but it's cute too. And the two guys that they've got, I know one of them's straight. Um, and, I mean, we can go into a pancreas moment, but I'm just going to say this. I completely understand and agree that if you're going to have a trans character, a gay character, a whatever character, you should probably look to like speaks to like first, right? So you should probably look at a gay actor or a trans actor or whatever it is. I'm going to say something very controversial here. If the right person for that role is somebody who is not one of those things, I don't see a problem. I don't see a problem either. It's the same as saying that How I Met Your Mother, Barney Stinson, played by Neil Patrick Harris, that was a straight dude, gay dude playing a straight dude. Because if we want to go this far, right, with the whole um, cancel culture, whatever it is, Australians shouldn't be playing Americans. Yeah. Americans shouldn't be doing British accents. British actors shouldn't be doing American accents and so on and so forth. Like, where does it end? And as I'm saying, like, the two actors that are in this, like, their chemistry is undeniable. It's actually really good. Um, And it sounds strange when I say it, but you wouldn't know that one of them was straight. Like, they seemed very comfortable with the role, very comfortable in whatever it was that they were doing. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you can't find a gay actor to play a gay character, then you, you know, because it's, you can't just cast somebody because they're gay. They but need it's to the be same as the like role. hiring someone because they're the diversity hire. Right. Right. I mean, of course, look at the gay actors first in for trans roles, look at trans actors first. If the right person is one of those people, then that's going to happen. But what if the right person isn't that? But you still need talent. Exactly. So I'm um, I'm on agreement with that. I'm as long as they did their due diligence and they went through the processes of that. I'm all for you know. I'm all for casting the right person for the job. Yeah, I mean, I I, I would I would one hundred percent love to see gay actors play gay roles as somebody who's part of the rainbow mafia. Yeah. You want to, you, you want to see those roles go to gay people, trans people, non-binary people. But you also want to see that is, movie but... succeed. Exactly. If, if that movie doesn't succeed because they're shitty actors, mm-hmm. 
then there isn't going to be representation out there because no one's going to watch it. Yeah, exactly. So you got to pick your battles, and I don't think this is the one to pick. Mm. But anyway. So, that was your week. We've been agreeing a lot. Maybe I'm just tired. I don't know. Yeah, Um, but like last week too. (laughs) We were agreeing last week too, and we're on the same wavelength a little bit. I'm starting to get really concerned. We spent too much time together. Oh, my pancreas. Pancreas. That's where we're at. What's yours? Really tough to narrow down this week um, because I didn't really have a lot to do with the uh, outside community. Um, I'm just going to make it short and sweet. Um, and we've been on this this little thrill ride before, but it, it needs mentioning again. So this week was where at Purple Week mm-hmm. uh, for the LGBT plus youth. Um, had a lovely day at work on Thursday because um, it turns out there were actually quite a lot of uh, gay people and queer people at my new place. Um, but this lovely straight woman, um, she made all of these lovely cupcakes and everything. And it was, it was nice. And, you know, um, you were supposed to put money in a jar and you could have a cupcake and it was like $2 for a cupcake or whatever it was. But like people were putting $20 notes in and just taking like one cupcake. Like it, they raised quite a bit of money, which is mm-hmm. good. So on the, so we're at Purple Day was on the Friday. And uh, our our lovely friend Carla from Bankstown was supposed to do a Wear It Purple uh, event at a shopping centre in Bankstown and subsequently found out today that um, she was ushered out by security because there was a threat to her safety because about 15 to 20 arseholes in the Bankstown area decided that they wanted to go and protest this wear it purple thing. And they were spitting on the people who were working there and trying to help out. And they were tearing down the progress flags, all of the wear it purple stuff, everything, and tearing it to shreds. And I want to know why. It can't just be because there was a drag queen there. That's because they're all closet be. homos. Well, yeah, but like I, I, I just I don't understand. The whole point of wear it purple is to help the LGD, LG. I can never get the fucking letters. Legitibuka. Yeah, the, the Rainbow Mafia. Let's just call them mm-hmm. Rainbow Mafia, right? To help the Rainbow Mafia youth to stop themselves from doing silly things to themselves because they're not being accepted by family members, the society, whatever it is. So basically what they were doing was playing into that by going, we don't accept you and we're going to do all of this shit to you. Like I don't understand why people just can't fucking leave things alone. No one was hurting anybody. It wasn't like Carla was walking around with like a fucking G string on or anything like that going, you know, like come over here and a drag queen. Like, Carla was just basically a, a, a face to help wear it purple. I don't understand. I don't get it. I, I, I do get that there are people who have issues with the Rainbow Mafia. And you know what? More fucking power to you because we've got a problem with you having a problem with us. But we're talking about somebody 
who had to be removed from a situation from their safety because they were trying to help kids. They were trying to help raise money to save children's lives. I don't understand why people have to be like this. I don't get it. I don't get it either. It's just, it's not right. It's really not right. And it's not even about hurting our community or anything like Carla from Bankstown, you and I both know this, is one of the loveliest people you are ever going to come across in your life, in and out of drag. Yes. And all Carla wants to do is use her platform to help people. I mean, obviously to get some dollars for herself so she can do it full time. But she's she wanted to help people. That's why she said yes to this. And she had to be ushered out by security for her safety. Like, how about those 15 to 20 people, you call the cops and you fucking get rid of them so Carla could have stayed there and done what it was that she wanted to do, which was to help people who need help. But, like, if you want to protest, whatever, freedom of speech. However, you stepping over a line when you're physically assaulting someone, when you're intimidating people, when you're spitting on people, which is... a it was actually a crime at some point to spit on people because of COVID. I think they made it like a, it's like a threat basically because yeah, yeah, it was like the threat of getting COVID and like a lot of my work friends were spit on um, over that time, but you're committing a crime. So why weren't they removed? Why weren't the police there uh, making their presence known like they were at drag expo? Cause there was a lot of them. Yeah, there were a lot of them, yeah. So it's just, it's, it, it just, it infuriates me that instead of letting the event happen, they chose to sweep it under the rug by removing her when they should have removed the perpetrators. Yeah, for sure. That's what they should have done. And gone, you know what, we've got your back. We want to make sure, because what was happening was, they were going, yeah, we're fully here to support you and you can have your little table and, you know, have you wear a purple stuff and all of that. But you know what? You're the reason why this is happening, so we'll remove you. But we don't know the circumstances. We don't know we the police don't, presence. We don't, but at the same we, time. You know, there's security guards that don't own guns, they don't have tasers, I don't think. No, but as soon as that happened, they should have called the police and the police should have done something about it. They should have, but we don't know if they did and the police never showed up. We don't know. We we weren't there. Anyway, fucking Carla from Bankstown does not deserve any of the shit. She was just trying to help people. Yeah. Like this is what, this is why, because um, the other thing that infuriates me is when you find out that like ambos, ambulance people get abused. Yeah. They're just trying to fucking help people. Yeah. Like. I'm done. Done. <laughs> what about you? Um, I had two to choose from. I think I'm gonna go with the last. So, Lucretia, your wife. She's gonna yeah. be my pancreas this week. Wonderful. So, Lucretia, I know you, you listen. You to know me. she listens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe she'll leave a comment. 
plane to Melbourne and mm. I was in the aisle seat. Lucretia was in the middle. You were on the window. Don't really care. Whatever you guys wanted to sit. So you had, both of you had backpacks and you put them in the, uh, what are they called? Overhead, Overhead locker. Yeah, yeah. And in probably, we were probably, it hadn't even started descending yet. And Lucretia's like, when we land, get up so I can get my backpack. I'm like, what the fuck for? We're in aisle 15. Where are you going? <laughs> not in aisle one. We're in aisle 15. Where are you going? And literally, I think as soon as the seatbelt thing came off, she was like up there. She's like, yep, got to get it. And I'm why? Who's going to take the back? You can't move anywhere. Now you're just standing up awkwardly while I, your tits are in my face. She's right up there with people who clap when, pe- when the plane lands. Just sit. Sit down. You'll get your chance to move out of the plane. Because the people you know who stand in the aisles and pull their bags down hold up the people getting off the plane. That is correct. But I think I, I mean, I can't, I'm not going to try and explain all of her behavior, but I will try and explain some of it. So I remember once years ago, I was reading an article out loud to her. Um, and it never occurred to me until I read it. And then we kind of thought about it. So one of the biggest crimes committed is people stealing uh, items from other people's bags in overhead lockers. Okay. Right. So because you know how we're in row 15 and say row 20 is full and they'll just come down and they go, oh, there's a space there and put it there. So random people are coming up to where your stuff is and going rifling through to try and get their stuff, but they're actually going through your stuff to try and take anything of value. Yeah, but what you got in there in value, Lucretia? You're uh, holding your phone. She was, but some people keep wallets and purses and and. But and, and those things anymore. They're easy to cancel. Who cares? Take my wallet. I don't carry cash. I think my wife's wallet was in her bag. Either way, it was right above my head. I'm pretty sure yeah, I would know I mean, someone. I, that's only a small reason why. Like, I'm, I'm gonna. I tried to defend you, Bubba. I really did. But <laughs> like, at the end of the day, you know, sit the plus, fuck down. <laughs> Plus, I think it's one of those things because I don't fly. I'm a lot better a flyer now, but because I haven't in the past flown very well. Um, I don't fly very well either. Straight. You know, down. Your arms get tired. Yeah. <laughs> um, try and get me off the plane as soon as we can. Plus, also, she's had DVT. I don't know what that is. Deep vein thrombosis. Um, right. She's had that. So, look, it was an hour and a half flight. Yeah, I'm but sure still, like, movement. Well, I know. I'm trying here. She can stand. She can stand. Trying, I don't I don't know why there was this incessant need to grab the bags immediately. I don't know why. I'm I'm happy for her to stand. Like if I if it's a if it's a longer flight, maybe three four hours, I'll be probably like trying to stand up in my seat as well. But I just I didn't know why the bags had to come out as soon as we landed. It was very confusing. I love you, wife. And then she had the forethought to ask me. <laughs> I tried to I tried to defend you, Bub. I really did. <laughs> I, I I can't. It's it's yeah. It's pancreas behavior. 
also, did we say about the pancreas behavior, but the people going in the wrong way to the plane? No. Oh, yeah, that fucker. So we, because we were on the cusp, so it was 15 to 30 or whatever, had to go via the rear, and I got Cass's butt down the stairs and back up the stairs because she's like, oh, just go to the front. I'm like, don't worry, let's just go to the back. It's not that long a walk, whatever. We went as we were supposed to, and we get to row 15, this stupid oh! bitch is sitting in our chair. Yeah. That, that fucking dumb bitch, Yes. <laughs> Fucking dumb bitch. Because you turned to me and you're like, we're row 15, right? And I'm like, yeah. And then this lady's just sitting there with all this stuff fucking set up, fucking knitting away. And she's like, oh, no, I'm here. And then the guy in front of her is like, yeah, that's 15B. And I'm like, no, you're 15D. And he's like, yeah, 15B. And you're like, no. (laughs) 15D. And she's like, oh, okay. And then moves over. But then it turns out that that fucking guy who was sitting like row 23, we came from the front yep. instead of from the back. Yeah. Like he was supposed to. Fucking dumb, stupid piece of shit you were, mate. Fuck. That put me off. Like that was, that was like, because I remember I was, we were in our group chat and I'd said, I went, Melbourne hasn't started well already. We haven't <laughs> even left Sydney and it's already fucking shit. Like that fucking dumb fucking 15D bitch. Because she was like, oh, no, this is my thing. And we're like, no, we're A, B, and C. And she's like, yeah, I'm 15D. And we're like, yeah, 15D's over here. And that's when he's going, yeah, 15B's here. We're like, no. Plain people. This would what? never happen in business. It would not. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, first two rows and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> never happen. Never anyway, happen. that's my pancreas. I'm excited. Let's get on to it. Only murders in the building. Do it. Episode three and four. Mm-hmm. Start Beryl episode... has a sing song. Yes. Start with episode three. Grab your hankies. Hold. Mm-hmm. And top of the suspects is Kimber because she mm-hmm. doesn't have a hanky. Um, Tobit seems to be up to something. Yeah, right? Yeah. He's too obvious. I know, and the, the, all the people that I thought that it was the murderer, they've thrown in the red herring, like that they've thrown the accusatory, but I feel it's someone we haven't even looked at yet mm. or they haven't explored in the mm. story because what's the motive? That's what you need to, like that's the the cusp. What would the motive be? Motive, opportunity. It's two of the three. Um, two, I say two of the three because I, I just started watching Lincoln Lawyer, um, the new season of Lincoln Lawyer, which is actually really good. And um, they're like, you need to have three things to be considered guilty and it's motive, opportunity, and I can't remember what the third one is. Um, the murdering part. Yeah. But don't forget, the, the play is now being turned into a musical. Yes. Death Rattle Dazzle. Death Rattle the Musical. Yeah, Death Rattle Dazzle. And, well, there's a little bit of tension between Meryl and Oliver as he pulls the contract card. Mm-hmm. She, oh, I feel it's a bit selfish of her wanting to leave. I don't know. Oh, for the TV show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave her um, her first break and then 
he did but i i don't know like she's she doesn't know whether or not that play is going on so you know she has to like you do you Mm. um you know but it's meryl so meryl can do no wrong i don't care what character she is (laughs) i love her so another love interest oliver kisses greta so we've got three of them in the they're all in their love interests now And then they end it, they end this episode on Kimber not having the handkerchief and Kimber having the motive of ex-lover of Ben and wanting the limelight. I think that's what they tried to push on. Yeah, something like that. And then we get to episode four. Didn't really write much about this episode because it was pretty, nothing much happened. No, and it was a Meryl-free episode. And everybody wasn't in it. Like, the only people that were in it was Kimba, the crazy girlfriend, and the three mains, pretty much. And then you find out that Kimba and Paul Rudd's character actually were not in a romantic twist. Yeah. It was a business deal over some serum. So then they immediately go to maybe she's the reason why he died with putting some poison in the serum or whatever it was. But then they've introduced a new suspect being Charles's girlfriend. Yeah. Who, of course, is the auntie from My Big Fat Greek Wedding. So. That's okay. That's okay. I make glam. Yeah. So did. So, and then Charles is having this weird moment where he can't get the song unless he's making an omelette. That was funny. Yeah. What was funny was the first time he went into the, quote, white room, Yeah. and then he was asking what he did, and they're like, it's too soon. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second time he's like, well, I kept my pants on. <laughs> and then you see, like, one of the fake babies hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> I was like, this is gold. Uh, so, yeah, her character, um, uh, uh, Charles's girlfriend, uh, now becomes a suspect. Which, you know, he has some crazy girlfriends in the past. Yeah, he's yeah, his track record hasn't been yeah. that great. Over well, like, as soon as she said to him, oh, now we get to spend more time together because you aren't doing the play anymore after mm-hmm. Ben died. I was like, oh, maybe she's the killer. But then they pointed to her. I'm like, she's not the killer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then um, Tina Fey's character comes back in. Yes. I love Tina Fey. Yeah. I love it when she's like, oh, th- in three days I can take off these stupid tunics and go back to what I really love, which is, you know, podcasts about murder or whatever it was. Mm. And she's all blonde now and everything. Yeah, she's good. Love Tina Fey. So, yeah, they didn't, not much happened this episode. Oh, well, Charles did ask her to marry him. But I'd marry her. But, but that was he, he was having another white room episode. Yeah. So but what's all that about? What's what's all this about? What's all this about? Did is he being poisoned? Is he being No, apparently it's something that actors go into when their anxiety levels kick into overdrive. They kind of go into a zone where they lose consciousness or whatever it is. So he keeps yeah. having that. But it could be a stress thing too. Um but yeah, so apparently he asked the girlfriend to marry him and she says yes. And then like they, they basically end the episode with her going, what was it? Um 
I can look after you now like I tried to with Ben by telling him that he needs to do right by you or whatever it was. And you're and like, the yeah. lipstick, they match the lipstick. Oh, yes, the lipstick on the mirror. Yes. Always uh, lipstick on the mirror. Mm-hmm. Good segue for our. I was just about to say. <laughs> I was just about to say. A la RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. So. So, but, but before we do that. Yeah. So, are we still on the brother? Yeah, because they haven't named him yet. Mm. How many episodes is this supposed to go for? There's usually like eight or ten. Okay. Ten. So we've still got six more episodes. Still got like six or more episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Four, four to six. Never, it's not going to be, it's going to be the last episode that we find out who it is. So we've got, we've got some time. Yeah. And then we need to find out what the next murder is going to be. Episode four. Snatch game. Read a menu. Just took out Ivana. Yes. The end. <laughs> Rita is one of those people that I was rooting for, but it's just not coming through. No. Like it's just not not delivering. No. no. So then we had the Snatch Game. I don't think there was any. There wasn't a mini challenge. No. I don't think so. Oh, wait. Mm-hmm. I was matching the undies. Yes, it was. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes. So, and then we had the snatch game. So Ashley played Jesus. Jesus Christos. Rita Menu was Cardi B. Gabriella mm-hmm. Labucci was the Yellow Wiggle. Isis mm-hmm. Avis Loren was Donatella Versace. Floor mm-hmm. was Charo. Bumper. Mm-hmm. I, I forget. Who the fuck was Bumper? Wait. Bumper was nope, no, it's gone. Hollywood star was Naomi Campbell. Um, also Bumper. At... Did you see her? At... Yeah. Oh, I didn't see her. Every time I walked past her booth, she wasn't there. Yeah, I sat down, had a fifteen twenty minute conversation with her. We found out that her and my wife weren't related, which was highly unusual. Um. <laughs> Uh, we talked about how part of the reason why she went on drag race to begin with was because, so uh, she has a, a place called, I want to say Vaudeville, but Vaudeville, um, one of the, one of those. I think I've, I've, I've heard that before, like with the yeah, in Fitzroy, like drag she, race. yeah, she, um, she used to be the boss for Art Simone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ashley, a, quite a few uh, queens got their start there. Like she, she treats it like it's a place of employment rather than where the venue we're hi- we're hiring you for X amount of hours or whatever it is. Like she keeps them on a a, a roster and like she pays their super and um pays for wigs and make and blah 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 and and does all of that. Um, so I forgot where I was going with this. Um. The reason she we did drag. Oh race. right. So um, during COVID, uh, she actually managed to keep the place going when a lot okay. of other places were closing down. Um, but because of uh, inflation and a rise in rental costs and everything, there's actually 
the 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 business is starting to suffer a little bit. So she, part of the reason why she went on Drag Race was to get the place exposure to keep it going. Mm-hmm. And has that worked? I well, when we saw her, though, it had only been they the third episode had only come up. Yeah. So I don't know when that's going to transfer um, notoriety into profit mm-hmm. or into whatever. While I'm talking to you, I'm still trying to think of who Bumper Love did. It was some random. Oh, no, it wasn't random. It was Dame Kiri Takanawa. Yeah, that's random. The opera singer. No idea who that is. Only one of the world's greatest opera singers. I don't follow opera. Well, maybe you should. Maybe you should Why? get some culture into you. No. Yeah. Don't want yeah. to. You're not the boss of me. So let's go through. Aren't I? Aren't I? Uh, no. Yep. So uh, Snatch Game was. Mm. was Reader Menu as Cardi B wasn't Cardi B. Let's face it. No. It was just Reader Menu in a really bad outfit. Um, Gabriella Labucci as the Yellow Wiggle. I would have played it as she actually hates kids or she was trapped in the wiggles like yeah like it's a cult yeah like she kept trying to slip rue notes like help me and and get me out but then was really happy like either or i think she would have done well you know what also would have been funny i i thought about this the other day you know how the wiggles do this I yeah. wanted to see her fingers and her thumbs all bandaged up because she's had strain from doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I wanted something like that. Yeah, like her wrists, like it. Yeah, evolving. like RSI things. And, I mean... and, and, like, yeah, she, like, and they're permanently like this now, like with like braces and stuff yeah. on them. So like she can't even do this anymore because her wrists are really bad. It's like this, you know? But in saying that though, I don't think Rue really knew who the Wiggles were because she kind of made a comment. That like oh they're for kids right and then that's it so maybe she wouldn't have understood that but I don't know I, I would have I would have played it as yeah like they were a cult and she's like stuck there and she has to get out or um she yeah. actually just hates kids yeah um I save Lorraine Donatella Versace was good yeah mm. well not the best Versace Donatella that I've seen there's another good one wasn't there who else played it Miss Fame did Miss Fame play Donatella Versace yeah but it bad. Yeah, badly, um, yeah. But there was another one who actually did pretty good. I can't remember who it was, though. Uh, then we get Flora's Charo. Horrible. Worst coochie coochie. So what? you got a South American accent or you automatically just go for Charo or yeah. what's her name from Modern Family? It's a cop-out. It's a cop-out. Yeah. What's her name from Modern Family? Sophie Vergara. Yeah. Um, Hollywood star Naomi Campbell. Eh. The concept was all right, but she just didn't just didn't get there. She didn't execute. Didn't execute. Mm. But then Ashley came along as Jesus. Jesus, yes. And it was hilarious. Mm. She wasn't that great with like the banter between the queens, but it was it was funny. I and I think I think it was Reese. No. Yeah, Keenan Lonsdale, I think he said, like, she didn't play with the the beliefs or anything just about the history of Jesus, yeah. which made it funny. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, and then did Ashley win? Yep. Yeah, okay, thought so. But it was just so strange. Anyway, 
that's next episode. Didn't hate the mullet on Michelle Visage. Didn't hate it. No, that's uh, that wig is uh, reminiscent of uh, Joan Jett in the I Love Rock and Roll era. Put another dime in the jukebox, baby. I know the song. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, it was good. Uh. Yeah. So. Ashley Madison won, and our bottom two were Rita Menu and Floor. And Rita Menu went home. Sorry. Bye, Rita. But, you know. Third time's not a charm, sweetheart, but thanks for playing. Like you were given choices. I think you should have gone last week, but anyway. Mm-hmm. So and then, then we get to the new episode. BMX Bitches. BMX Bitches, the girl group challenge. But... Before we get to that, can we just start with the mini challenge? No, oh, can we not? What Let's a just... shit library that was. Yeah, but you know what? Rue finally just went, you could tell Rue was just like, fuck it. I'm not even going to give a pity win to anybody. Mm. Gave it to the pit stop, dude. Ben won. You yeah, never said ben. anything. You never said anything because their reading was shit, but. I'm going to say this. I've been thinking about it a little bit. <laughs> we shouldn't have a reading challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and probably the UK shouldn't have one either, but the UK is kind of a little bit more bitchy. I don't know. Um, reading is something that usually happens in the US. Like, you know, we're just assholes to each other. There's a difference. <laughs> Um, it's like, I think the snatch game shouldn't be done down under either because Australian drag queens don't really imitate. Um, I, I think that needs to go as well. Um, the more I'm saying this, the more I'm going like, I think this is the last season. Maybe, maybe someone will pick it up next season and try and give it a go. Maybe. And they might replace the judges. Maybe. Although I like Reese Nicholson now. They'll keep him. I think they'll keep him and they'll put someone, I reckon, from the previous seasons. Spanky. No, they won't put Spanky. Ah. They won't put Spanky. I would, yeah, I would do maybe Art or Karen. Yeah. 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 But the reading challenge was fucking bullshit. Yeah, it was shit. They shouldn't even have been edit. No. To be honest. (laughs) But it just seems like the producers and the editors are just sabotaging Australian drag. Well, they only had one read that they showed of each. That was it. Yeah, because the rest of it was shit. There was no. Actually, it was probably the only funny one. Like, barely. Was it? Was it Isis Avery, whatever? Isis Avery um, Lauren, yes. Thank you. Um, tried to read Rue? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why? I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. And then they had a girl group challenge um, in the vein of BMX Bandits, the 1980, uh, I think it's two, 1982 movie that had Nicole Kidman in it. Um. And they split them into two groups of three, which is what the pit stop dude did. Mm-hmm. 
and then they had the what the fuck was with that choreography dude Corey with his choreography i i I choreograph routines in space. Like you're a fucking space guy. I thought it was a, I thought it was a trick at first. I thought it was a joke. And I thought, oh, you know, eventually electric shock's going to come out. <laughs> um, and then we find out, no, this is actually his dude. And I'm like, hmm, you're an idiot. <laughs> um, but the jacket that he was wearing was fantastic. Um, and then it was like, I want you to put your arms up. I want you to cross them over. I want you to hold onto the handlebars, then pretend you're wanking them. And then like, I was like, are you for real? <laughs> it's very strange. <laughs> it was really, I'm telling you, they're out to sabotage it. They're out to, like, if there was a clause in the contract to extend to possible seasons four, five, and six, dependent on blah, 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 mm-hmm. I think they're trying to make sure that blah, 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 blah doesn't happen so they can't get to those parts of the contract. Right. Like, like, you know what I mean? the whatever clauses it's it's actually it feels like it's making a mockery of australian drag right now rupaul's drag race appears to be making a mockery of down under drag yeah i can see that which is not fair which is not fair no you know so especially since we're increasing the amount of drag expos we have it's too hot in February. Not happening. No, <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> it's it's not happening at all. And Brisbane if- Expo is going to be all the worse off because we will not be going up there because you cannot have an expo from the 16th to the 18th of February in fucking Brisbane in the middle of fucking summer. No. And the international queens that have been booked for that will have no idea until they get there. Mm-hmm. It is not the same heat. It is but you know different. what's going to happen? It's going to be these fucking queens that are going to be so sensational. We're going to be kicking ourselves for not going. Well, we'll find out who's going anyway before yeah. it even drops. So if we if it's someone phenomenal, maybe we'll do just the one day. If it's Sasha Colby, I'm there. I don't care how hot it is. I don't think you'll get Sasha. No, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, they they got Jinx. Yeah. But that whole thing with Mistress, not Mistress Isabel Brooks, um, Candy mm-hmm. Muse and ITD um, and a couple of other queens have had problems with it. ID, IT, ITD. Um, STD, yep. It could very well be a thing where Sasha, like the Sasha Colbys of the world may not go. Because Sasha Cobby's with Voss Events anyway, because she's doing work the world. Yeah. Um. But uh, oh, and then the the girl group challenge was. It was so bad, it was, and it didn't pay. The only one. So, when they were recording their verses, Gabriella Labucci did that phenomenal thing because she had the lost voice thing. Yeah. Where she went, fuck it, I'm going with it, and basically played the character like she was a five-pack-a-day smoker. Mm. Right? Good on her. And then was it Ashley Madison and Ivory Avis Lauren or whatever her name is? Um, I struggle with queens who have got three names. I don't know. It's Isis Avis Lauren, by the way. Isis Avis. Okay. Ivory Glaze was the other one that left. Right. Okay. 
so um they were having like these huge existential midlife crisis things mm-hmm. and um Avis Loren whatever her name is um didn't look like she was going to do very well and then did fucking phenomenally in the challenge like sucked it up and fucking did it I think I tuned out a little bit in this episode I was, as soon as the reading challenge was shit I was like oh. girl group challenge has never been my favorite though so the winner of this week's episode was Hollywood star and it was actually deserved and I'm I actually, agree can I go on record yeah, because we we kind of went on record the other day, but the, the last episode. But I'm going to say I actually am really liking Hollywood Star, and now kicking myself for not meeting her properly. Oh, I met her, so yeah, but I didn't meet her properly. I just kind of met her, had like two sentences exchange, and that was like I didn't go to the booth or anything. It was just in passing. Um, so I'm not so. The bottom two ended up being Ashley Madison versus Bumper Love. So it was former employer versus former employee. (laughs) Now, it took them five episodes to get to that. How was this not a storyline all the way through? Right? Build up the tension, make it the lip sync that was, you know, that everybody wanted, all of this other stuff. Okay. so. I watched the lip sync. Bumper Love has been doing drag for 500,000 years, right? Mm-hmm. Bumper Love, you can tell, is comfortable on stage. Bumper Love fucking knew the song, did everything, basically just stood in the middle of the stage, didn't really move very much, just went, come and watch me. I'm great. Ashley Madison was fucking stupid. And was walking, was like, I'm over here. No, I'm over here now. No, I'm at the back of the stage now. Now I'm doing this, blah, 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 blah. Bumped into Bumper Love and basically almost pushed Bumper Love out of the way. Mm. Um, And there was no stage presence on behalf of Ashley Madison. And so her going home made me very happy. Her nipples had more stage presence yet Well, again. here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was watching this morning sorry, this afternoon, uh, uh, Art Simone's kick-ons and they were talking about it. And Art Simone goes, yeah, the Pacies were there this time, but, you know, she always recounts back to when she was on. And she's like, if that had been me, because I'd had that problem with the nipples and everything, she goes, I would have super glued that dress to my body. Oh, so that just, could never be a thing. some titties on. Yeah, but sometimes that doesn't work either. No, but like um, you can super glue it to the titties. Yeah, like just you do what you've got to do to make sure that mistake never happens again. Yeah, and she's now a repeat offender. But it's, it's not like, like this twice. time. It this is the third time, and she fucking had Pacey's on, and it still looked bad. Yeah, no, it, it looks. But that's the thing. So I feel that this time it was on purpose because she put Pacey's on. Hmm. However, why are you wearing? Why are you wearing dresses that don't fit? If you don't want to have boobs on or a chest or you can't afford a chest plate, fair enough, whatever. But at least have it fitted right. Yeah. Get one of your friends to sew you into that thing. Yeah. Like um, I don't The know. runway was you had to dress in fuchsia. Um, Awful and color. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, Bumper didn't really have um, fuchsia, um, but... 
this is the other thing that I learned from kick-ons, right? Is that Bumper didn't have anywhere near as much time to get ready as the other queens because Bumper was a last-minute inclusion. Okay. So uh, there is a very good chance that Bumper possibly had about two weeks less to get ready. Right. So it was a case of what Art was saying, and I. now that I've heard the story, I'm probably in agreement was that she basically just had to go into her wardrobe and just grab anything that she could. She didn't yeah. have enough time to get anything ready. Um, but, you know, she deserved to be in the bottom. Yeah. Um, I'm concerned that next week is probably Bumper's last week. I still um, think she had one of the greatest exit lines that I've heard so far. Oh, that thing about Oprah, right? Yeah. That was that great. was yeah it was that was definitely it, that wasn't off the cuff that was something that she's probably like thought about like when I if I get kicked off what am I going to say and what was it like yeah. she was like she said uh, that you've had one of the greatest influences in my life and you were second is well, Oprah like, you is like Oprah two. but you were close you were you were close you're a close second, second. yeah, yeah it was like a, that, it was yeah. a great exit line yeah great exit I line. will give you that Top but five. um. Yeah, that was the only reason, like, I mean, I was really glad to see Ashley Madison go. Yeah. Um, And that exit line, you know, kind of made it even better. But um, so now, well, how many have we got left? Five? Mm-hmm. So top three, uh, Hollywood star is, a, is there. Gabriella Labucci is there. Uh, oh! Was it last week's episode where they had to? Yes, it was last week's episode that they had to tell Rue who they thought should go home. Yes, and everybody picked on floor, mm-hmm. right? With the most unacceptable reason that ten years ago would never have gotten by without some kind of a you need to do better than that, which is they all picked floor because of floor's track record. Yeah, right. Here's the reality because. Bumper Love also doesn't have a great track record. But they were putting it in Rue's mind because out of the two, Floor is more of the threat. Hollywood Star is definitely there. Yeah. Uh, Gabriella Labucci, yeah, pretty much I've got her cemented in as well for top three. I keep, so Floor and um, I, um, I, uh, Isis, Avis Loren. I got it right. You did. I got it right. Yes. Um, uh, Isis, Avis, uh, Loren, and Floor. I keep s- switching. No, I'm with Isis. Going home next yeah, I'm with Isis. I mean, too. I'm with Isis, but I think, yes. I, I think. It'd be Isis, yeah. Gabriella, Hollywood. I think next week is going to be Floor versus Bumper. I'm still putting Gabriella Labucci as winning this. Uh, yeah, yeah. This air of confidence around her. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's definitely going to be interesting. Mm. So, for everybody who has been uh, listening and watching, thank you very much for doing that. Don't forget to hit like and subscribe on the YouTube. Hit the little ding for notification. Uh, if you're listening to us on a podcast streaming platform, please give us five stars. Don't give a shit what you write. Just don't be too much of an asshole when you write it. Um, 
That includes you, Lucretia. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, what else is there? Oh, any up-and-coming queens or any queens at all would like to come on, please hit us up on DMs on Insta at Drag Me Out Official. Uh, I believe we have 40 subscribers on YouTube now. Is there anything that you want to say, Hayley? Just that, in the words of the late Betty White, her mother always used to say the older you get, the better you get, unless you're a banana. Thank you, Betty. Comforting words. Thank you, Betty. R.I.P. girl. Uh, yeah, so uh, until next week where we will talk our usual shit and we will talk about RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under Season 3 and we will talk about Only, in the, Only Murders in the Building Season 3. Uh, can I just say about RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under Season 3, I was in. I'm back out again. I'm trying yeah. to get back in. Yeah, I know. I'm trying. I'm trying to get back in. <laughs> Um, but I also know that uh, they officially announced that RuPaul's Drag Race Season 16 uh, has been given the green light and so has All Stars 9, which is really funny considering that they advertised that they had just finished recording both of them. <laughs> so <laughs> whatever. Uh, yeah, so no local shows for this week because, to be quite honest with you, I couldn't be asked because uh, I was too busy being in pain. Uh, and, oh, uh, even though this episode is probably going to come out around the 29th or 30th, we just want to say happy birthday, Ego, and we love you very, very much. Happy birthday, Ego. Old we love heart. you. Yeah, yeah, old bitch. So until next week, we will see you then. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.